forget the status quo. What? This is a sports coverage. Thank you, one and here. All right, all right, all right. Recorded from the heart of Northeast Mississippi, covering high school, college, and the pros. Jackson Finch, Peyton Taylor. This is Cousin Cast. What's good, everybody? Hi, I'm Jackson Finch, and along with Peyton Taylor, we've got another episode of Cousin Cats coming to you today. Hashtag the coronavirus edition. <laughs> uh, we've been, you know... It's been, been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. We've been really busy, and then with uh, all the coronavirus shakeup, we just we, we had scheduled some times for us to get together. We can never get it uh, working for us, but nonetheless, we're here today, and we are currently six feet apart, so, you know, we keep that social distancing. And uh, Peyton, just tell them what's going through your mind, man. Yeah, you know... It- you look at it, and this is a very interesting situation. Uh, you know, we're sorry, uh, you know, for not putting episodes out. Just to kind of explain, and if you're with us on social media, you've kind of, you know, seen what's been going on. We explained it a little bit, but, you know, with crossover season here at Northeast, with basketball, baseball, and softball all going on during February, we were we were really going five days a week. Uh, we couldn't find the time to record, so we're sorry about that. And then as soon as we get a break, as soon as normalcy is starting to return, then maybe what we'll remember is maybe the biggest, you know, event in sports history that wasn't actually happening in sports, you know, occurs. And we've been talking a few days trying to figure out how to progress from this. And uh, and I think, you know, we'll go ahead and talk about it. I think what we've kind of decided is we're going to keep bringing you weekly episodes until free agency in the NFL because that's the really the one topic we can talk about in sports right now. It's kind of... You know it's done. And then after that, we're gonna we might not go weekly uh, until sports returns to its normalcy at least a little bit. But we'll, we're gonna try to find some fun episodes to put out. Uh, you know, one episode. You know, to put it right on the mic here, I saw a fast food bracket for during March Madness. Uh, you know, sixty four best. We could do something like that. You know, we'll try to find some fun episodes. It's a little bit different. Take this kind of as a, you know an opportunity to branch out and to do something a little bit different. Yeah, you know, I was I was talking. Early before we recorded, saying you know I had a good idea to, the other day of what we can do that I just remembered is that we could you know we could go ahead and fill out that NCAA bracket and go through what we think would have happened you know just kind of and we can make that available to the people as well we can upload it and just go to like which, Joe Lunardi's last yeah, bracket yeah mm-hmm. and just let the other people join in and see if they want to join in as well yeah, uh, and I think the fast food is a good idea but like Peyton said we may we're gonna try to stay weekly for right now we'll let you know if we ever you know go away from doing weekly episodes, but, you know, we're going to try to keep this thing going as much as we can uh, to kind of break the silence. We know a lot of you guys out there. And this is a, you know, this is a sports-related podcast, but, we're you know, we're not afraid, you know, branch out and talk about different things. So. And honestly, I, I, I want to keep recording this because, I mean, like Blake said earlier when we got up here and we're, at, we're northeast right now, I'm bored. I mean, I'm already getting bored. You know, so, get used to it, man. I mean, it's it's just crazy, and I guess that leads us into just this is going to be a shorter episode, obviously, because we only got two topics: all the sports cancellations because of coronavirus and NFL free agency. But let's go ahead. I mean, you know, when when this all went down, you know, I thought that the playing with no fans would be the farthest it ever got, and then Rudy Gobert gets gets the coronavirus, test positive for it on a Wednesday night, right before the game. That game gets canceled. And the NBA suspends its season, and that's when everything just trickled down. Yeah, yeah. And and you look at it, you have to wonder if the NBA doesn't cancel their season, if they don't suspend their season, 
does anybody else follow suit, or does everybody just go to the no fans still? I think this is what I uh, I think you have a good point there. Uh, I remember watching an interview. This was before everything kind of trickled down. The only thing that has happened just the NBA has suspended its season, and so it was still kind of fresh. And it, Jay Billis was doing an interview at the ACC tournament, and he just kept on talking about how weird it felt, how weird it felt to be in there with no fans, just the atmosphere. And I feel like eventually it would have caught up to them, and the you know like the players or the coaches one would have spoke out about you know not having any fans and just how the atmosphere is not the same and yada yada yada. And I feel like that may have made a difference, but I don't think you'll see as many cancellations. I don't think, yeah, you don't see it this fast either. Um, I think for one, I think especially, I think college sports is playing right now with limited fans. Yeah. I, you know, um, at, at least, at least baseball. We still have baseball right now, I think, if that doesn't happen. Uh, but, you know, that that is how it happened. And uh, have you been to the grocery store in these past couple days? I have, yeah. And actually, my experience with the grocery store – they must have just restocked. What like, day? What day did you go? I think it was Friday. Friday. I think I went with my mom. It was either Thursday or Friday, and I think they maybe just restocked because I mean they have water bottles and toilet paper just like front and center, and they were loaded, so it looked like they had just restocked. But I mean, the the reaction from not only the sports world but from just you know people in general, I couldn't say I, I don't want to call it an overreaction, but I mean, wow, I mean these people are people are taking it serious. It, there's no doubt, and you know you're gonna look back at this, and this is gonna be, and and not in, and I was talking to one of my friends about this. He disagreed with me on the face of it, but I'm still say, not in like the terms of tragedy, obviously nothing like that, but in terms of like kind of the world standing still, until something else comes along, this is our generation's not eleven. I mean, as in terms of the world just standing still, because I mean, really, I mean, we are. I mean, we, you know, you can. Uh, you know, unless you're at your house doing something, you can't really do anything right there. We're going to go try to catch a round of golf after this, but, I mean, who knows how long even that'll be open. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and it, we're driving up here, it feels like it. It feels like, you know, the state of Mississippi and just, like, everybody's on lockdown right now. I mean, the highways are not crowded at all. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's just, it's really weird to see it, honestly. It is, and, uh, you know, you're going to look back at this in a couple of years, and you're going to – it's going to be amazing to think that, you know, the untimely death of Kobe Bryant is the second biggest sports news yeah. in 2020. Yeah. That's crazy to that think. This, this feels like, you know, Kobe Bryant's death was all, you know, all for whatever. But the moment, like, the waking moments of all that going down and how the world stood still, you know, for, you know, just that day, that's how it feels like right now. But it feels like that every day. Yes. And you're, I think that's the perfect way to put it. You know, when we found out that Sunday, the world stood still. Just for Sunday. Just for Sunday. And then Monday. The world has been standing still for five days counting now. And I think this is going to be like this for like probably at least another two weeks. At least. I think it's going to go until about May. You think the world will stand still until about May? I Look, I mean. It, the, I feel like the, eventually people the, will, have the, to, you know, will have to branch out. The number of cases are going up. I mean, it, even though we're doing all this, uh, you know, it will be. Okay. It will be like this until we see a downswing in cases. You know, if it comes out, you know, in two weeks and, you know, we get to two weeks' time and the average number of cases reported are going down, yeah, we're different. But as long as it keeps spiking up like it is right now, it's not stopping. And, you know, and, you know, this, for instance, when we can, this extended spring break, you know, and this break from sports, 
is to keep people in their houses. And, I mean, look at the beaches right now. I mean, people are still... People just said, oh, we get an extra week of spring break. Well, let us extend our trip. That's not what the point of this was. Yeah. And, you know, so I think it's... I'm one of those people... I don't think it's a world-ending pandemic, but I also don't think it's anything to take lightly. I think this... And I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. In my opinion about just, you know, this whole deal, um, don't... For me, and just speaking out, you know, to everybody else, I just don't want... Don't let this virus control you. No, yeah. I mean, still go live out, your life. Yeah, still go out and do whatever, but just, you know, practice normal hygiene. Keep your... Di- I mean, like, social distances, we make fun of that, but, I mean, that's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Keep your distance with people. D- uh, don't be around people that, you know... That's not really in your like in your circle. I mean, that's it, and that's just normal. You yeah. Know, when the flu is going around. Yeah. If somebody's coughing, stay away from them. I think this has the potential to be a little bit worse than the flu, but I mean, but like you said, you, keeping the same prices you do during the flu season, it's kind of the same what you need to do now. And the same thing, I'm going to take this. I'm going to be cautious of where you know who's around me or whatever, and keep my distance, wash my hands. You know, take you know you know. I feel like people um, don't really talk about showers, but like shower daily, keep yeah. your body clean, stuff like that. I mean, but then again, you, we don't want to take it lightly either. No, yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent there. Uh, but you but know, real quick before we move on, like just let's talk about just all the sports cancellations. Where were you? Were you? Where were you Wednesday when you know got reported the that go bear? Yeah, I was at the house, and it's just it was just like a domino, you know, Rudy Gobert and then the NBA. And then came NCAA. It was, the tournament was already without fans. Then they canceled it. And then they came out and canceled spring sports, which was a totally – we can talk about that totally different here in a minute. And then, you know, MLB came out and said, you know, opening day is going to be shifted back. Uh, and they canceled spring training. Uh, all soccer – you know, most of all the soccer leagues around the world are either without fans or suspended by now. And we were talking about it earlier. Really, the only thing left right now is wrestling. WWE wrestling. Mm-hmm. And it's without fans. And it's without fans. But that's which, literally like, that, I can think of the only sporting event that is scheduled right now. Which, and, you know, and, you know, Blake can attest, I'm not going to pull him in right now, but, you know, me and him still watch wrestling from time to time. Wrestling is, without fans, it's nothing. I mean, that's, that's like the one thing that really relies on fans. And we were talking about it earlier that um, wrestling is probably the sport... That is like the most, you know, involves the most germs because you've got you know two, two, uh, you know, men and women and they're you know tackling each other, hitting each other. I mean, mm-hmm. that's physical contact at its finest. Yeah, and I, I got Blake right here. Blake, did you actually did you watch the the Friday Night SmackDown or the Monday Night Raw that had no fans in it? I caught highlights. Didn't get to watch it in person, but I did catch highlights. It, feel, it just doesn't feel the same. That's that's one thing that it really relies on fans. I agree, and, and most sports do, but. I gotta say this: hats off to WWE for for going out there and trying to make something work because the world needs some good smiles on people's faces right now. And whereas there are no essentially no sports law going on right now, I appreciate them trying their best to keep their product going for the foreseeable future. Yeah, and and it's not just in sports that it's happening; it's happening in I mean, concerts are getting postponed, movie releases are getting postponed, restaurants are closing down, dining rooms. Yeah, I mean, it's not just in the world of sports. I mean, it's trickling out to everything. It's really crazy, but the main reason I motion Blake in here because now, kind of before we get into the NFL free agency, a separate topic from the coronavirus while still pertaining to it. Were y'all of the thing like me that 
it was a little bit too soon to call off spring sports, and especially the College World Series in June. Do you th- Were you all on the lines of me thinking that was a little bit too soon, jumping the gun? I think it was personally, and, and Jackson, you can you probably have the same thought as I did. I thought it was when they made the call, it was too soon. Um, and the SEC, I guess, is still technically holding on hope with all the articles you read recently. All the athletic directors pretty much say it's just a matter of time. I mean, everybody else, the NJCA called off yesterday, the NAIA did, the NCAA. Uh, I think the SEC is literally the only holdout at this point for college baseball, softball, etc. Um, I guess the more data you see about the spread of the virus and what could happen, you know, I understand it now, but there's still just so much unknown. And at the time, I thought it was ridiculous. And um, I'll tell you one thing that I hope still happens. This is a kind of another deal. Is I hope high school sports are able to continue. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think I think Blake made a good point. The scariest thing about all this is the unknown. I think that would be the mm-hmm, the scariest yeah. part about all of this going on is the unknown about it. And that was it, you you made the tweet about it, and I saw it, and I agree one thousand percent. Shout out to the MHSA because they're still. They're proceeding with caution, but at the same time, they're holding out hope because they know a lot of these kids, you know, these senior kids, you look at the statistics, 95% of seniors don't go on after high school to play a sport. So, I mean, this is for the majority of their senior athletes. This is their final season. They don't want to ruin that. They want to try at every outlet possible before they ruin that senior season. I mean, you can kind of look at my career, I didn't play baseball, I didn't play spring sports, but, you know, just looking at it, I didn't really get, you know, valuable playing time until my senior year. And so you can look at those guys that, you know, or girls that play softball and baseball that are only getting their one shot to, you know, really play and really get some, you know, not minutes in baseball, but really get some action their senior year just for it to be canceled. I mean, look at it for people, you know, like, for instance, there's some people, like, man, of course, I didn't play much senior year anyway, but, you know, look at, you know, tore my ACL in, in junior year. Imagine because there, I'm, there's athletes around the country like me that they they had a season in injury. They work all the way back, and then their season gets canceled. And they're probably not going on to the next level. Yeah. They do all that work, and it just I thought it was way too soon. And it, my personal opinion, I'm sure y'all saw my tweet about it. I thought that the NCAA they saw how much backlash came from not canceling March Madness, and probably rightfully so. You either postpone it or you cancel it. There's no reason to keep playing it without fans. That just kills the point i would have been fine with them postponing it but whatever they saw that backlash and they thought well we've got to get back on the right side of the media so they were like okay now we're being proactive and canceling it and now i think they were jumping the gun a little bit i wouldn't be shocked if that was reasoning behind it for sure we'll be we can talk about it i mean i'm obviously not affiliated with them the ncaa is it's kind of a joke of a of a of a association at this point uh Definitely right now, uh, they're getting a bad rap in the media just with everything that concerns them, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. Uh, Blake, before we move on to NFL Fridge, you got any final comments about... I would say this. I, uh, I'm i heartbroken over a lot of different things right yeah. now. Um, and I've had difficulty talking about some of these things um, because it's the end of the road for a lot of good people. There are a lot of people. I'm blessed to still be a full-time employee here. But there are people that are affected by this that are going to lose money, lose jobs, and the bills don't stop coming in even though there's a pandemic worldwide. So be in prayer for these people. Um, it's getting real. I said yesterday, when churches are closing their doors and when casinos are closing, uh, yeah. you, you know it's getting real. You know something's going on. And now it doesn't look like as much of an overreaction anymore that the NCAA did what they did. 
Um, so be prayerful. Um, be prayerful for a lot of different people, coaches, student athletes. Um, in, in our line of business, these people, they're going to be people going through depression right now. And oh, they're yeah. going to be needing uh, people to be there for them. Yeah. Uh, so be there for them if you hear this. That's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, you're obviously working at your mom's office. You're still, you know, you're still a full-time employee here at Northeast. And, you know, and I'm fine, obviously. I have my parents laying on. But right now, I mean, my jobs were here and broadcasting games and writing up for games. I don't have a job right now. Of course, I'll be fine. But it really makes me understand to an extent how these people are that they do have bills they do have the bills are still coming like you said and they're hourly workers in sports i mean that you know they're they're in a tough situation right now i mean so yeah. you're definitely right i mean and it's right. not just that food industry oh, yeah. you can go on and on and on kudos for the athletes that you know have given money to yeah, like help Kevin love zion williams yeah to help um help their arena workers get paid for sure but with that i think blake's gonna head back i appreciate you commenting on that uh you know, uh, now we'll move on to a little bit more of a, you know, get back into the world of sports. Talk a little bit about the, the little bit of sports we have left. Talk about NFL free agency. And there's a lot of action. There's a sure. lot of action going yeah, on absolutely. in NFL free agency. And, and I think I've got the list pulled up on the NFL.com, the, you know, the up-to-date list about all the transactions. I think the quickest thing to do is just go through, announce all of them, and the ones. How many are there? Uh, I mean, there's no, right now there's not too many because we're just a day in. And I can get through them real quick. I'm not going to say much of the, you know, much about them. And you just stop me whenever you have one. You really want to talk about it, or I'll stop when I really want to talk about it. Okay? But just so everybody knows all the news. Uh, starting, all, going all the way down. Arizona Cardinals. Kenyon Drake is put on a transition tag. Larry Fitzgerald will stay in the NFL at least one more season. He signs with the Cardinals back on a one-year deal of $11 million. And uh, I'll talk quickly about that. I mean, that's just, thank you, Larry. I mean, that really is. Because, I mean, he's good. He's still a pretty good receiver, but I don't think he's worth $11 million at this point in his career. But that's but, more of a thank you, Larry. Uh, Arizona's going to be okay. We'll yeah. Just, we'll just put it and, in that. And that, why? Because DeAndre Hopkins is acquired in a trade with he, the Texans. And all of a sudden, Larry Fitzgerald is finally on the downswing. They now have, in my opinion, the best receiver in the NFL. If Larry Fitzgerald could just put together one more solid season – with him being that the number two, be dangerous. and DeAndre Hopkins holding it down for the number one receiver, and Kenyon Drake in the backfield, that could be really bad. Their offense is going to be really good. Yeah. Um. And you, know, I, and I say that now. I'm just going to go through the notable ones. I look yeah, at. I, I wouldn't. I don't think going through all of them. You know, Atlanta Falcons. Hayden Hurst. Uh, he's acquired from in a trade with the Ravens, which is pretty noteworthy there because the Ravens obviously so good last year. Trading away a big piece in the offense because Hurst, he can catch it well, but more importantly, he blocks in that you know that zone run scheme. Uh, so you know it's a nice pickup for the Falcons, no doubt about it. To give, uh, to give Ron a little bit of help. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm not too not too sure about his skill set, but I mean, you made it sound good. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens. Calais Campbell is acquired in a trade with the Jacksonville Jaguars for a fifth round pick. That's a steal for Baltimore, getting him for a fifth-round pick. You're taking one of your weaker positions on the defense, uh, which that, you know, the secondary is pretty good at times last year. They're good in the, you know, in the back three of the front seven. But the defensive line at times, to me, didn't show up very much. So having Campbell as an edge rusher in the end, that's huge. And, you know, as a Steelers fan, that obviously don't make you feel very good. Yeah, we were talking about it earlier, man. With, um, we'll come, I'm sure you'll come back to the, like, Steelers news mm-hmm. or whatever. But. Yeah, and, and you have Matt Judon for them getting a franchise tag, too. So that gives Baltimore two really good edge rushers. Oh, 
Thank you. Breaking, breaking. The Carolina Panthers are finalizing a deal with Teddy Bridgewater. So as Cam announced earlier, he was going to pursue a trade, or the Panthers going to pursue a trade. Teddy Bridgewater is going to get a chance to start in the NFL again, it looks like. That's good for Teddy. Yeah, great for Teddy. He, he held p- it He held it down for New Orleans while Drew Brees was out. Really did. Went 5-0. and oh. Yeah, so good for him to get. And, you know, he kind of had an injury, like you said, you talked about it earlier. He tore his ACL. And so this is kind of a chance for him to uh, restart his career. Mario Addison, edge rusher, agrees to a three-year deal with Buffalo. Stephon Diggs is acquired on the trade with the Vikings. A lot of blockbuster trades you usually don't see for agency this year. Yeah, none of it we saw coming. No, yeah, no. I mean – the Diggs one, maybe because there were rumors about it during the season, mm-hmm. but I didn't think the Bills were the suitor that were going to get him. Or like DeAndre. Yeah, and DeAndre, no, that was out of left field. That's, right? just, that's just crazy. And we'll talk more about that. We've already given our thoughts, but we can go a little bit more in depth because that's obviously the biggest news so far uh, besides one that we'll get to later, and we know what we're talking about. The Panthers, we just talked about their biggest signing. Um, the Chicago Bears get Jimmy Graham. Uh, from They poach him from rival Packers yeah, for two that's years. Yeah, a big get for Chicago. That is a big get for them. Jimmy Graham's still productive. He's still. He's not what he was with Drew Brees with the Saints, but again, Drew Brees makes everybody look really, really good. And, you know, he'll be a nice pickup for the Bears, whoever their quarterback is, if it's not still Mitch Trubisky. Danny Trevathan, one of the best linebackers in the league, signed extension. That's great for the Bears' defense, which is so good. Uh, the Bengals, A.J. Green is signed to a franchise tag. Uh, Jack Conklin, Cleveland Browns, three-year deal. That's big uh, poaching him from Tennessee, one of the best one thing, tackles in the game. One thing about A.J. Brown, we're going back to him. He kind of needs to prove A.J. Green, A.J. Green. Yeah, A.J. Green, sorry. Not no, A. you're Brown. fine. A.J. Green, I mean, I understand the tag because he kind of needs to prove himself before he gets another big Oh, tag without a doubt. After yeah, the yeah he's, he's on the wrong side of 30 at this point, or getting close to it at least. And you know he was a, he was very dominant before, but he got hurt. So now Injury prone the yeah, last few years. He just needs to you know, be able to prove himself. Uh, Kareem Hunt placed a second-round tender on him. Brown's going to try to keep him in town to pair with Nick Chubb. Amari Cooper signs a five-year, $100 million deal, and Dak gets the franchise tag. So, you know, you wonder, I mean, would you have paid Dak and put the tag on Cooper, or would you have went the other way around? You know, I you, what, what kind of question okay, is that? Okay, that's – take, take your maroon no, tinted glasses off. I would still pay Dak. I mean, he's your quarterback, and he's, you know – I obviously wants to be there. He said he wants to be there for the long haul for the beginning. He's put up the stats. Granted, he doesn't have the ring that you would have hoped, but he's got two Pro Bowl appearances. And like he's put, you know, like I just said, he's put up his best statistical year thus far last year. And you know, he's he's only as good as you know. You're only sometimes you're only as good as your quarterback. And he's done really well. I really feel like it was his time to get paid. But maybe I was wrong. I think it's smart, uh, honestly. Cooper, sign him down. You got a really good receiver. Uh, Dak, before you dish out all that money, see how he works in McCarthy's system. Uh, much easier for a receiver to fit into a system than for a quarterback to fit into a that's, system. That's a good point. That's and, good point. Uh, you know, and I will say this, and it's not, you know, just isn't your point, but I think it's hilarious. I heard one thing, I heard somebody say it one time, and it sums it up really well. Uh, a Pro Bowl and All Star appearance when talking about a player is essentially saying that, you know, somebody winning a popularity contest at high school. It, it's pretty. It's pretty accurate. It's not like somebody winning, like in my case, Mr. West Union. It's a you know. I mean, it, it means about give or take, but you're not just going to get somebody that's yeah. I, I know, game. but I mean, you look at it, and Zaza Pachulia almost started an All Star game because of the fan voting once, which I still wish would have happened. Going on to the Broncos, AJ Boye. We saw him get acquired in a trade from Jacksonville a while back. That's really good for him. Chris Harris is, Jr. is going to be out the door. Uh, Lions. Who cares about the Lions? Uh, good point. Move I on. Mean, Packers, nothing notable there. 
Texans, I mean, nothing notable there. Nothing to do with talk about. They just trade away their I mean, best receiver. Yeah. Tre- Texans have actually done a lot. They signed Randall Cobb from the Cowboys. Uh, they re-signed Fairbane, their quick kicker. Very good. Uh, David Johnson, obviously, was acquired in the trade for D-Hop. Um, and let's stop for just a minute and talk about it more in depth. I mean, is there any sense in where the Texans just didn't lose this trade? No. I just think them giving up the arguably the best receiver in the league, That's I mean, that's all you need to know. Well, I mean, just pay the man. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's that simple. You, you know, you've got a young quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Keep them together. Try to keep them together basically their whole careers. And I just don't get it. David Johnson, don't get me wrong. David Johnson, he has been great in the past, but he's been injury prone the last few years. I know. I've had him on my fantasy team. So, I don't know. That's a very risky trade. You only get a second rounder back with it. And, yeah, this is a deep receiving class in draft-wise. But, like I saw somebody. I can guarantee at, you. At best, you're side-grading to a cheaper option. But, more than likely, you're going to be you're gonna be downgrading. Just I can guarantee you, for these first maybe couple, like first two seasons of a rookie's career, nowhere going to be nowhere yeah. near as um, reliable as D-Hop uh-uh, was. Without a doubt. Um, Bradley Roby resigns in Houston. DeForest Buckner is acquired in a trade for the 49ers in exchange for the Colts' first-round pick this year, 13 overall. And that works out for both teams. 49ers, they trade away a piece on a good – their defense is still going to be really good without Buckner. And the Colts, they get a anchor in their defense uh, to make them even more competitive if they sign a Brady or a Rivers. Uh, so that's big for them. Uh, Castanzo, offense tackle, also resigns there. Um, Chris Jones for the Chiefs gets the franchise tag. Uh, kind of expected that. Still want to see how he does uh, for another year, but I figure he's eventually going to be heading for a payday. Damian Williams re-signs uh, as a rookie, or his team get, his option gets picked up. Marcus Mariota signs with the Raiders. Uh, so possible competition there with Derek Carr. I doubt it. I doubt it, but it's probably there to push him more. Yeah, probably a little bit. You know, Green loves his quarterback. Austin Eclair, uh, or Austin Eckler, uh, Eclair, Austin Eckler, yeah. uh, he agrees to a four-year extension with the Chargers, and that means Melvin Gordon's out the door. Yeah. And I I think that's honestly the right move. Eckler played Eckler's really good, good yeah. when Gordon was on his holdout. You know, Gordon bet on himself, and as of right now, he didn't win. We'll see. Eckler's good. Uh, Hunter Henry gets the franchise tag, keep the really good tight end there. Um, Eric Flowers signs with the Dolphins. Uh, four Dolphins fans here in Shambles. I saw Eric Flowers for four years, and he may be the worst NFL offensive lineman I've ever seen in my life. That's harsh. I mean, he's terrible, man. He's really, really bad. Uh, the Nothing for the Vikings, really. Uh, nothing notable at all for the Patriots. Uh, nothing. Absolutely Let's not. stop here again. Um, Tom Brady, he announces he is not returning to the Patriots officially. He announced it. It's done. We don't know where he's going yet. Buccaneers, Colts, and Chargers look like it's final three, uh, just based on you know logical sense. But I mean, he's gone, and uh, I was pretty happy when I got that news. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a good thing for. I don't uh, think he was winning in New England again, but I, it's good the sake of being a Steelers fan that he can finally get out of New England. So we've been banging our head against the past you know five seasons. But like I said before, he'll probably. Go to the AFC team anyway. We, it's just it's a matter of fact how good he's going to be somewhere else. I don't think I don't think the Patriots were going to win with him again anyway. They've still got a lot to do. Their defense has some holes. Their offense didn't have much for him this year to offer in terms of help besides Julian Edelman. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be weird seeing Tom Brady in a different uniform without a doubt. It'll without be like doubt. if Steph Curry left the the Warriors. Yeah, without without a doubt, it'll be very different to see. But there's the most notable news by far of free agency. Drew Brees re-signs with the Saints. Two years, $50 million. 
we saw that coming. I'm glad he's back for another year. I want. I'm not a Saints fan, but I want to see Breeze win one more before he leaves. Oh yeah, he, he is he a down to earth guy. He deserves it. And plus, they had the Saints in general just had a couple of really tough breaks. The Giants uh, signed Green Bay linebacker uh, Blake Martinez. He's really good in run support for three years. Leonard Williams from the Jets trade last year gets the franchise tag. Nothing for the Jets really. Um, nothing for the Eagles. Uh, Bud Dupree gets the franchise tag for the Steelers. And also, you said that it, y'all have confirmed that y'all are going to restructure Big Ben's deal. Yeah, Big Ben's deal has been restructured. That's nice for y'all. Uh, yeah. It's always good for a quarterback, you know, on the down, you know, getting you get He older. wants to win one more. Yeah. He it's w- definitely good to see something like that. He wants to win one more. Eric Armstead for the 49ers, he uh, re-signs for a five-year deal of $85 million for a defensive lineman, and that's really good. That is a lot of money. That's a lot of money for a defensive lineman, but he's worth it. Armstead's really, really good. Seahawks, nothing for them besides signing Greg Olson, notable from the Panthers. It feels gonna, That's going to be another player that's not talked about as much, Brady. It's going to be weird to see Greg Olson in another jersey. Uh, Shaquille Barrett, uh, he gets the franchise tag after being the sack leader in the NFL this year for the Bucks. J.S. Pierre-Paul re-signs with him. The Titans, Tannehill gets paid. That's that's crazy. And I, and I saw a good point about that whole situation over in Tennessee is that Tannehill got paid. Um, Henry got the franchise, the franchise tag. tag. And it's just, I feel like it should have been opposite. I, I agree with you 100%. Pay Henry, make Tannehill proof for one more year. Yeah. That, I mean, because he had a really good season. Henry was your workhorse. Henry made Tanner look good. Tannehill look good, and that's opinion. about the last notable thing. And that's, I, I personally would have, but I was talking to my brother about it. He was the same way. He thought, well, pay Henry and franchise tag Tannehill. But you know, the Titans front office has got them to where they are now. Trust in them. I mean, they've b- built this team really well. Trust in them. Do you think? Uh, so we'll go through the like a couple of the tag players. So you know, um, Henry got the tag. Dak got the tag. Yeah. And I know Chris Jones. You said got the tag. AJ Green got the tag. Do you see anybody holding out this year? That got tagged. I could see Henry holding out. I really could. I don't think Henry holds out. Uh, I've just from what I've seen from him before, he don't seem like a guy to hold out. Um, I could see Dak holding out maybe through a few weeks of like, you know, summer workouts and maybe a week of training camp or two. Dak doesn't seem like the guy that's gonna abandon his team. I could see AJ Green holding out. I don't know. AJ Green didn't play at all last year, or did he play towards the end? He played a little bit, I think. But I think I he's know. hungry to get back on the field. That, that's true. Um, Chris Jones might get hold out. No, I don't think so. I know Chris at least a little bit. I don't, I don't think. I don't think and we'll see a, any. Uh, I don't think so. Major holdout stories like we've had the past couple years. I don't think so. But with that, I think that's about gonna wrap us up. And I feel like this is gonna be the routine, just about. You know, 25 to 30 minutes every, you know, every episode. Like we said, we're a sports-related podcast, and with no sports going on, we kind of have to scratch for some stuff. But we're going to find a way I'm to... I'm glad to be back, though. We're going to we're gonna find a way to get some stuff out there, for sure. I'm, I'm glad to Do be some fun stuff. The fast food bracket sounds good, and we talked about doing a theme song deal. Um, we'll find ways to get, you know, content out there. Just to make sure to be uh, following us on social media so you can stay up to date for that. Yeah, I mean... You know, it's it's been good to be back. It's different. For it feels weird, but again, uh, stay with it. Tuned with us on social media, uh, Facebook. Search for the page Cousin Cast, Instagram at Cousin Cast, and Twitter at Cast Cousin. Uh, and give it, leave us some ideas. We'll probably put some posts out there this week about ideas during this time. Um, leave some ideas for us because we really want to keep doing this. Uh, this is going to be entertainment for us too during this weird time. Uh, but we, if you want to be on a show. Reach out, DM us, 
Yeah, I mean, we we would we be can, more than happy to figure something out and get special yeah, guests. We've on. got some. Uh, we've got a couple. Of, we I think we've got a software now that kind of help us do it remotely. Yeah, so we can I mean, do it that way. So if you want to try to be on an episode, like you said, we'd love to have anybody that on. Yeah, uh, but with that, Jackson, I mean, do you have anything else to add? No, I don't. You know, like Blake said earlier, you know, just be cautious and you know, be mindful of you know, people whose jobs are affected about. But now, oh, and yeah. then also just be you know, cautious out and about. You know, keep your distance. Keep you know, wash your hands, all that good stuff. And we'll make it through. America will make it through. I, I, I do believe that. But you know, just be careful. Yeah, I mean, like you said, pray for the people like that that are affected. Pray. Uh, pray for our country's leaders. Uh, pray for you know world leaders during this. And I mean, it's a weird time, but uh, we'll make we, it through. Yeah, we'll make it through. Uh, we thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, but for Jackson Finch, I'm Peyton Taylor. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed day.